This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Coffee Newsbreak, your place for condensed global coffee industry news, events, and resources posted daily. Find Coffee Newsbreak on Instagram at Coffee Newsbreak or check the show notes for details. Welcome back to the Daily Coffee Pro by Map It Forward Friends. I'm your host, Lee Safar, and I am joined by Abby Munoz from Monarch Coffee for episode four of our five-part series talking about Hawaii as a closed-loop coffee-producing origin. And Abby, today we're going to talk about how, as a producer, you custom acquisition plan to get your coffee roasted and sent out to consumers. And this is by far the most difficult part of any uh, any business, where, no matter where it sits on the coffee supply chain. I've got to ask you, like, there's you. Tell me, tell all of us, everyone else that's a part of this team because it takes a village. We know that. Um, <laughs> and I love all of your village. So big shout out to them. So tell us who's involved in this whole big thing. Yeah, um, we are <laughs> definitely a village. Um, and it, you know, and my mom says it all the time, like it takes a village. It takes yeah. everybody's effort. So um, the farm was started by my parents, Greg and Susie. So they're the founder, co-founders. Um, we, uh, my mom, Susie, is like the queen of hospitality. Like mm. she, that is her gift. And I think that is one of the things that we do really well. And it was a really great pivot moment in our, in our leadership, in our company. When we started at, instead of looking for what, um, the role or, you know, like we want someone to be able to sweep the floors, right? We started looking for interns um, mm-hmm. or employees and just asking them, what skills do you have that you can offer to make our team better, right? Mm-hmm. So taking people with their gifts, their talents and their skills and letting them put that to work. And that has been a pivotal change for all of us. Um, so Susie's Hospitality Greg is our innovator. We call him the Walt Disney. Actually, one of our customers did. Jerry <laughs> Heidel uh, from Portland, Oregon, came for his very first farm tour. And he said, Greg is like Walt Disney. He imagines all these ideas yeah. and he starts to put them into place. And Sal, my husband Sal, is the how person like he figures out how it's gonna and he Mm. like really takes those into full conception right because poppy's a dreamer and an innovator and he gets his minds going like just recently he built we don't have an elevator for an optical uh post green grading color sorter Mm -hmm. and so we have to climb a ladder and dump these buckets and so he like out of some pool pump or something, figured out how to create the suction that then like, wow, incredible, right? And so he gets it working and then now it's time for something else, you know? So Sal <laughs> fine tunes it and gets it where, you know, settled to where it's working really effectively. Um, so that's great. Sal, so Sal really, he's our fabricator, uh, really an overall farm manager. He's fluent in Spanish. So he, really is our direct link to all of our pickers we have a team of about 14 of them most of the time sometimes it's like eight um sal right now is 
stepped up and taken on a post-harvest production lead role. And he's like doing an amazing job that Mm -hmm. Um, Joshua is our number one farmhand and mascot and he's the extra extra hand everywhere he steps in when we need when we need a docent for a farm tour he steps in and and bags coffee and roast coffee when and and does it really well um he is doing some welding and that kind of stuff then we have jorge Oh my gosh, like we need a whole episode to talk about Jorge. Oh, bless. Uh, like he's, he is, uh, without him, there is so much that wouldn't get done. So he does all mm. of our orchard maintenance and um, really stays on top and nose to the grind. It's so incredible. We have a series of winter and spring internship interns that come every year. Um, we have a really great support system, both um, for California and Hawaii, because part, some of us live bicoastally. Is that really a thing? California and Hawaii, is that bicoastal? Well, I mean, I guess it's different mean. parts of the Pacific. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have two really great employees that help us be able to, you know, support staff that work virtually. Mm. And um, I think that's everyone. And then, you know, we have our own in-house color sorting a fruit color sorting expert engineer and our in-house conservationist Madeline so you know like it's a whole thing and then there's you oh yeah yeah then there's you (laughs) and so tell me what you do or tell us I know what you do tell everybody what you do yeah because this is where we lead into the whole like custom acquisition planning side of things so I am operations, maybe is that like an overall term for marketing and social media and all of those things. So operations, um, QC, I uh, develop our plans for our processing methods. Um, this year we have re-I, because I'm, I'm a Q grader. Mm-hmm. So this year I have really um, been super intentional. We're following those lots six weeks when they come off the table, 12 weeks, right? Making sure that those processing methods have been effective. They are tasting delicious or if they're not, they're getting asked. Um, so I do QC, guest experiences. I'm in charge of guest experiences and the coffee roaster and have really stepped up my A game on coffee roasting this year yeah, you have. <laughs> with a little tiny roaster <laughs> um, because the big roaster has been out of, commission commission so um yeah and so customer acquisition planning kind of falls into that Mm. operations aspect of it um the website all of those things and I didn't even know that customer acquisition planning was a thing right like I there was this missing piece where I felt like there's something like, where are these people? Yeah. And, and I felt, and I was starting to like, you know, you get to a point where you like, we had really great growth and we're really proud of, of Mm -hmm. where we have gone, but that's going to only take us so far. And our cost of production just was growing, right? Like we're growing our team, our needs have changed. And so we were building infrastructure 
um, which is super important and vital. Um, so let's put, so I said, let's pump our brakes on infrastructure and let's figure out who these people are. And what I discovered, I was listening to one of your podcasts. What I discovered was I was like, literally, I had this huge buffet, just like you'd go to a casino and I was serving prime rib and, and filet mignon and beef wellington at my salad buffet but i was charging people for like ham sandwiches Mm. is how it feels like right but everybody was coming for the beef wellington and the prime rib and i had to figure out something different and and so i heard your podcast and i was like okay so i will say like i honestly didn't even know that customer acquisition planning was a thing and and now you're sick of hearing about it because it's all like fucking go on about isn't it because it's no i'm it's not it's secret sauce it's, it's a secret, secret sauce in every business and, and while there hasn't been this like i mean i guess really there has been kind of an explosion for us yeah right we always work right? right it's hard work but and it's it, hard it hard work and it's every day right mm-hmm. like the customer acquisition planning is not something that I can do at the beginning of a quarter and wait till the quarter's over to like, you're constantly watering it and tweaking it. And the number one thing that I am most surprised about in our work together and this customer acquisition plan, number one, the clarity, like I had, I really did not realize that I really had who I thought were my customers weren't my customers. Mm. And, and now that we're exploring and we've kind of figured out who our customers are, I realize that even that's changing already. And I mean, what we've been doing this for six months, nine months, you know, and what's really interesting about that is the landscape of everything is changing right now. Would you agree? Like the world is in such, it's so discombobulated. in the last four weeks, right? Yeah, yeah. Like we did this this test of this new product that we were talking about. Yeah. And I mean, I sell this product every year this as our seasonal blend. And I I just I was when you said I, I want you to try something and let's just test it. And I, I mean and the the results and the clarity that came with yeah. it. You know, I know that's what you keep saying and my family is probably so over me saying clarity and conspiring to success. <laughs> but, but but it's bizarre. Truth. It's, it's wild. Truth. It really is. It's wild when you get that clarity. You're like, why didn't I see this earlier? Like, and, yeah. and honestly, when I said it to you, um, we were both convinced that we might be wrong. Like we, we were. Didn't, I, I, we didn't yeah. know if it was going to work. Like customer acquisition planning isn't about like, oh, I've got all the answers. It's about like testing and trying and then we test this thing and we're like oh shit like this whole inflation thing that's going on people are so much more price sensitive than uh, definitely I can only speak from what I took from it I was so surprised at how price sensitive people are 100% I the price sensitivity was the biggest you know, and I am, I'm literally, it has been the last four weeks. We are seeing that shift for our guests coming onto the farm. Every guest comes to the farm. They, every, like, 
I, we could see our, what do we call those KPIs? And yep. we see this farm tour guest comes, they leave with a gusha, they leave with a pakamara, they leave with a mug, and they leave with a, a t-shirt. Uh, I don't maybe? know, another, uh, another roast, no, usually another roasted coffee or like oh, a wow. tasting box to, to give to a friend. Um, apparel is, it, we go through phases for mm-hmm. apparel. Um, and now people are not as quick to pull they're either cho- they're all, they're really choosing our the favorite child i know we're not supposed to have favorite children but the guest <laughs> is a favorite child i'm not talking about madeline jacob or joshua i'm talking about the guest i love it she is my favorite child or they her whatever it is whatever right? gender like, you want <laughs> whatever i it tastes it's so beautiful And, um, so people, you know, but they're not, they're not going with both. Right. So we're shifting gears and we're creating, um, experiences, just smaller experiences where they could have the taste of Monarch together in a box Mm. or right now we're starting to offer four ounce sizes and eight ounce sizes, but not a 16, like doing what we can Mm. to be able to give us, you know, you still have the ability to take home that repeat everybody wants something that special unique coffee and that's the coffee and yeah, so wow. the customer acquisition plan like i'm really looking forward to the next quarter and the planning of 2023 when you and i lock ourselves into a, <laughs> a, a dark room <laughs> like with way headphones <laughs> and so much junk food i hope um and we just plan that, the hell out of next year because and that's what we're gonna do and it's, it's, it's wild mm-hmm. and we're gonna be and that has been and this year thanks to your help um thanks to our team the whole team the whole team the has whole been team, fantastic everybody has stepped up like my mom is- has worked harder than she has ever worked before our our cost of production is we've really gotten a handle on it and really been able to understand it better. And even with our drop in, in yield a little bit because of the coffee leaf rust and this climate situation that we're all in, um, because we do, the volcano is active and that's a real thing um, right now. So that's wild. Um, <laughs> I know. I know my mom, I mean, she tour after tour after tour, she's, been willing to learn how to master her pour, a pour over. So we do a side-by-side tasting of the Gesha mm-hmm. Pacamara or uh, a three-way tasting flight of the three Gesha processes. Um, and she's not a barista. She's, she, like the woman's, she, bless her heart, started as a Cafe Vienna drinker. Bless her <laughs> right? heart. Shout made, out to Susie. I mean, if it wasn't for Starbucks, we wouldn't be probably be in coffee because like then she moved on to the soy latte. Every morning, my dad would wake up like it's five in the morning and drive to start, be the first guest at Starbucks to order my mom her little oh, grande, sweet. tall, whatever, and like bring it to her bedside table. They are so like so Aww. sweet. He like just dotes on her, right? And then and then Hawaiian coffee and heirloom coffee, which then led to this gesha. And, you know, I mean, still her heart, she loves 
She loves, uh, we call our, one of our first coffees we made was a Hapa blend. Hapa in Hawaiian means, um, like half, half or mix. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Hawaiians, like they like to mix brown rice and white rice. So like, you know, there's Hapa mm-hmm. rice and, and so, um, Hapa and Christmas house were, are her two favorite coffees ever, ever, ever. And right. But then now she's exploring what a really delicious natural pacamara is like. Wow. And she's like, okay. But now I'm like, hey, mom, what happens when we blend? Let, let me show you this. So that I've, you know, I've been blending a washed gasha and a washed pacamara for her um, post roast, grinding it. And uh, oh my gosh, it like honestly, it is so delicious. Wow. Like, something about the pacamara like you get the complexity from that the pacamara brings right it's like a pacamara to our pacamara tastes like this roast that's really been developed but not too developed but that perfect development and the gasha is just beautifully light roasted right so you mm. like it's like that 13 percent, and so i feel like you get this complexity from the pacamara and you get this brightness and acidity and this fruitiness from the gash like it all just like goes so good together wow and so now she's like I really like the pacamara it's like so good right and now she's learning how to do that and so um because of us being really mindful of um of what it costs to bring on and expand our team and how sometimes bringing and growing our team isn't actually the best for our team. That is a huge lesson that we learned this year. Right. Wouldn't you agree? Mm-hmm. 100%. And, uh, right. And, and we only want to be a group of people, whether it's in our community of coffee producers in a community of coffee people in general, um, our, our little Monarch Coffee Ohana team community or our, our coffee club members or our roast partners, we want to be, we are about building other people up, right? Mm. And we only want people who contribute who to wanna, that, who contribute that, who want to play part of that, right? Who get excited about seeing other people's successes. And if you can't fall into that, if you can't step into that realm, we, well, yeah, the whole no thing falls. Like, well, because the whole thing is built on the values of clarity and, uh, you know, conspiring to each other's success and integrity and building real shit, connectedness, like yeah. all of these things. And so, anyone who isn't able to be a part of that can't be a part of Monarch. That's the whole yeah. point of understanding the fundamentals of your business because it really does become the guiding light that helps you make every decision that needs to be made. Yeah. And it's funny, before doing the customer acquisition plan, first of all, I didn't even know that those fundamentals were part of customer acquisition planning, mm-hmm. right? But anything, I love that we spent so much time doing that because anytime I think of something that I want to do, you prompt me, I prompt myself, we're all able to ask each other, 
where does this fall within our fundamentals? Yeah. And I had not realized that clarity was one of my fundamentals, like one of those core values for me and for our team. I think that the innovation, you know, like each one of us play like hospitality is it's such a huge part for my lot. mom. Like it's right. And it's fine. Like I know, like I want a remarkable experience for our guests. Um, but I'm not a more of the merrier come one, come all, right? Like I am about this. I think yep. we figured that out, right? Would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I love that our values can come together and support yeah. all those pieces because there are people who want the more the merrier. But yet those of us who are like you and I can have that peace. Um, so the clarity I did not realize is the connectedness. We just, I mean, we've always been about community, like mm. connecting with people, um, innovation. That's all we've ever been like, right. And we've always like from the grocery store business, quality has always been what we have strove, strive for mm. in, and I, I feel like even as a kid, my parents were like, if it's, if it's worth doing, it's only worth doing if you're going to do it well. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I can remember that. And, um, so, you know, I have some hard, some big shoes to fill. Like, my gosh, Poppy has been so incredibly successful in all the things in his life and how far we've taken Monarch Coffee to, or that he has. And now Sal and I have joined in and, and I have to remind myself every day. I think, um, another colleague, and I don't know uh, if I don't, anyway, she shared with me, she said, you know, Abby, and I was kind of in a rough time and just feeling super deflated because one year we win and then the next year we're like, how, stuck in like we're not even on the scoreboard, yeah. right? Wow. Like our coffee was, what the heck happened? And she said, Abby, you have to remember that you guys have accomplished more in your short time of being in the coffee industry than many producers. Um, it's like more success than any producers will face in like, it'll take them 10 or 15 years to get to have those success markers. And, and that was a huge reality uh, moment for me where it was like, okay. And it's really, it's hard to not define yourself by the awards. As a winner. Yeah. By the awards, right? Yeah. And the accolades. I totally get it. And I don't know. I, I long time ago, before that 2018 competition, I'd written uh, a post in our newsletter or something. And I wish I had kept it because my newsletters, for whatever reason, back then didn't get saved. And it was like, okay, we're gearing up for the competition. And I had this reality that was like, you know, it's funny how when you're winning, everything is right. The rules are 100%. It's fair. <laughs> the, the, um, the bench oh, is full. This is all going. the players. <laughs> and when you lose, I'm going to say that F word. My mom is going to be so mad at me. Fuck it. Right? Like the judges don't fucking know anything. I'm so sorry. Such a bad <laughs> word. They don't know anything. It was rigged. It was, you know, somebody tainted my coffee. It is so hard. We call it the dark side. It's so hard not to fall in the dark right. side and then to allow that to define your successes. And so from that point forward, Poppy's just always said, oh, we're just striving for improvement every year. So come to find out that last year 
we had some really bad, we had drying issues. And so we had the moisture content was under control, but we had all of this water activity that was happening. And so, right, clarity happened. We understood what was going on with that crop. And then you go on the next. And here's the other thing, is there are other producers out there who we are so excited about who are elevating their game of producing delicious coffee. They're experimenting with new wine yeast experiments or dumping a whole bunch of bananas in a pot and seeing what happens, you know, whatever it is, double freezing something or, (laughs) that's a whole nother podcast. It really is. (laughs) Right? Like I have pretty strong opinions about that, but I love that. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, so now who's the next producer who's going to raise the bar and every year we keep seeing these coffee scores of Hawaiian coffees rise. And all that's like, all that to say is that collaboratively, collectively, we're elevating all of Hawaii's coffees together, right? We, if we want to achieve the status of Panama coffees, we've got to work together and we got to come together and all of us be producing those great coffees and we got to figure out how we can be uh, expert marketeers just like the Napa Valley wine folks are yep. right yep figure out how to market it brand it and do it right and do it well because we do have more producers who are now like okay let's see how we can be innovative and let's see how we can do the best quality yeah the custom acquisition planning for the HCA that's it. I'm not signing up for that. That has no, to no, be no, someone no. else's job. <laughs> it's it's a it's a huge task. It's not I my task. This, <laughs> exactly. I started this training. Not me. Boundaries. <laughs> All right. So let's go have our conversation for the last episode of our series. Um, and in the next episode, we're going to talk about the future. Uh, you know, there's some choppy seas ahead for everybody. Um, and what kind of problems you're going to be looking at solving as you navigate those waters, whether it be climate change, whether it be the economy, whether it be everything, everything. So let's do that. Peace, love and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in, friends. There are two ways you can support this podcast. Firstly, become a paid member of our YouTube channel. Secondly, you can join our Patreon for as little as $3 a month. Both have options for exclusive ad-free content and early release content. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. The Daily Coffee Pro is produced by Map It Forward and the music you're listening to is called Run 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 off of my album Laundry After Midnight. To get older episodes of this podcast, as well as more information on Map It Forward, head to mapitforward.coffee. You can find links and more information in the show notes below.